Shabbat Tav Kuf Mem Aleph. The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah where we're moving uh, animal food in order to help it eat. And in what case you can move from one animal to another animal. And once we started talking about, about moving hay and straw and all the different animal food, we are now going to discuss uh, moving in different cases. With that, we are on Daf Kuf Mem Aleph, Amud Aleph, by the Mishnah on the fourth line, Hakashi Al Gabehamita. You have straw on your bed, and uh, the straw is probably meant for burning, so it's muktzeh. Uh, you can't move it with your hand on Shabbat because it's muktzeh. You use it, you like you do it till two minutes, and you move it in a not usual way. Now, if it was meant for something, so it's not muktzeh, like animal food or shayalav kar or sadin. Or I put on it a pillow, meaning I want I'm using this as my mattress uh, or sleeping area. Then you could even move it with your hand. You have a press for laundry. I guess it, uh, it's like sort of to iron the clothing to keep it uh, to keep the, the clothing straight. So I have it locked from before Shabbat. Matiri, I'm allowed to loosen it on Shabbat and take away your and take away the clothing. But I can't uh, use it on Shabbat. I can't press my clothing. Rashi explains because it's uh, because you're doing it for hol. Now the Rashash doesn't understand the Rashi because let's say I'm doing it for Shabbat. What's the problem then? Uh, and so the Sfat Emet over there talks. Uh, look at the Sfat Emet. Veshel Kobsin. And if it's a launderer's press, it's uh, something more hashuv. Loi Gabo. Uh, because uh, when you're when you're unlocking it, it's uh, Rashi explains it's like uh, it's like uh, this uh, disassembling something. It's a uh, it's a melachav soter. The Rambam says no, it's more muktzeh hamad chisaron kis. Rabbi Yehuda Omer im hayam mutar ma'ir shabbat. If it was basically loose from erev shabbat, then matirat kulo. Then you totally loosen it veshomto, and then you take away you take away the, you take apart the, the pieces of wood and you take the clothing from it. Now, Gemara starts, Amar of Nahman, If you have a radish with the wide part on the top and the bottom part, the skinny part in the ground, then I can take it out without a problem. I'm not moving any dirt that way. But let's say it's upside down where the, the wide part is on, in, the, in the ground and the skinny part is outside. Asir. Why? You know how to take it out. Why? Because you're moving uh, the dirt. Now, what do you see from here? The Tiltul Minatsad, moving dirt, even if it's not the usual manner, is Asur. We have a Mishnah. Our Mishnah is not like Rav Nachman. Why? Why? If it was animal food, or should now the first part of the Mishnah lets me move it, move the straw with uh, you know in a in a different way with my body. So moving something in an unusual manner is not considered carrying Shmamina that this does not call a Kravnahman. these peppers, Medak Hada Hada Bekatad to crush them with the handle of the knife one by one on Shabbat is mutar because that's not the usual way and it, that's not tohen. Tarte asir, but to do two is asur.
Rabbi Amar, since you're changing the way you're doing it, even if you're doing a lot, not a problem. Now that the Sfot brings in the name of Ben Hanel and the Shi'iltot of Rav Ahai, that the Gemara over here was discussing Yom Tov, but Shabbat Zasur altogether. And the Tosfot says uh, on, on Yom Tov you're allowed to grind even the regular way, and therefore over here has to be discussing uh, Shabbat. Amar Yudah, man, this sahib my person swimming, I guess, with the, uh, on in the ocean or in the, the river. Then give nafsheh beresha, v'hadal stick first, dry yourself, and then walk out. Dilna telatuya arba amot bekarmelit, because you might come to walk four amot in a karmelit, and and. Meaning the water that you have on you, you're gonna you're gonna go with it uh, for amot. You walk with it for amot in the water, and it's considered carrying. When you're going down into the water, you're pushing the water for amot, and that in Rishut Rabim, it's like throwing water. In, in, in sorry, in the Carmelit, it should be a source since it's your power. So like my explains, kohod bekarmelit lo gazru. No, your 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 power pushing something in the karmelit. Hachamim were not kozer. The karmelit itself is the rabbanan, and your kohod is also the rabbanan. And put that together. Okay. Amar Abaye, veitem al viuda. Teach al gaberaglo. Person has mud on his foot. Mekan hoba karaka. Clean it on the the on the floor. Ve'en mekan hoba kotel. Not the not on the building. Amar Ava. My tamar bakotel lo. Why don't you do it on the building or the wall? Mishum mehazekibone because like your building. Habinian haklau. But it's like you know it's not a it's like a villagers building which is not so good and you're not really doing anything. That's not the way to to build it. That's not bone at all. So the Gemara explains, "Ela maravah, no, mekan chob bakotel, then mekan chob bakarka." No, it's opposite. You you clean you can clean it on the wall, not on the floor. Deal matel ashuye gumot because you're going to come to uh, you know if you see a hole in the ground, you're going to come to clean it over there, and you're going to straighten out the the ground, and you're chayav mishum bone. And although Rava is the one who holds the Vashi, no mitkaven is mutar, and do it on purpose, and that should be mutar. Still, we're worried. Oh, he's going to forget that today Shabbat, his, his shoe is dirty, and he's going to come to straighten it out. Itmar mor bere de Ravina amar echad ze echad ze asur. Doesn't make a difference. Floor, wall, everything is asur. Why? We're always worried you're going to either be bone or you're going to either be uh, filling up holes. Papa amar. He said everything is mutar. We're not worried. And on the wall, it's not considered bone. So we're asking, which is everything is asur. How would you clean it? Yeah, guys walking up with a dirty shoe. You see, there's a, there's a piece of wood on the floor. Clean it on that. A person should not lean or sit by the lehi of a mavoi in that area. Why? All of a sudden, you'll drop something and you'll roll into Shuta Rabin, and you're going to come to pick it up. A person shouldn't move a uh, barrel uh, from the from the ground because you might come to strain out any holes that there are uh, on the floor. A person shouldn't put a rag into a jug uh, that's wet. You might come to be sohet, and uh, when you're sohet, you could either be and if I go into it, either you're going to be metlaben, you're going to do laundry, or you're coming to do dash. Which is uh, squeezing something out. 
look at the very interesting what the Mephashim say there. And that's there with the whole sugya with squeezing the sponge. Amar Afkana, teacher Agabe, big dope person that has dirt on his clothing, Mikaskeso, Mibifnim, rub it from inside your shirt and then rub the outside. Ve'en Mikaskeso, Mibachotz, but don't rub it from the outside because that looks like doing laundry and that's Asur, Midrabanan. But not a real uh, laundry, not a real Melabin because to do laundry you need water. Person has uh, mud on his shoe. You scratch it off with the with the back of the knife. on your clothing. You can scratch it off with your nail. as long as you don't rub. My love, doesn't that mean that you shouldn't be rubbing at all, not from inside, not from outside? That's a problem. Or Rav Kahana just said. No, the Gemara says no. Uh, the Baraita really means Don't rub it from outside uh, where the dirt is. Rub, rather, rub it from inside. You're allowed to uh, scrape off the mud from a new shoe, but not an old shoe, because you're going to scratch off some of the leather, and that's like uh, you're smoothening out the leather. So the Gemara asks, "So how would you uh, take off the, the the dirt from the new from the new shoe?" with the back of the knife, but not from the the sharp part of the knife. Why? Because the sharp part of the knife is going to scrape off from the leather, and then again, you're you're going to be you're sorry, you're going to be smoothing out the the, the leather. Um, some old person, uh, old rabbi told uh, whatever you just said, erase that I have a bright you're not allowed to scrape an, uh, an old shoe and a new shoe and don't put oil on your foot while, uh, while your uh, shoe is in your uh, while your foot is in your shoe because the oil is going to uh, make uh, i guess it's going to help the the leather and it's going it's part of me'abed you're allowed to put your foot in oil and then and then put it in the shoe because at the time when you bring the oil, it's not touching the shoe. And you're allowed to put the oil all over your body. And roll around the, this, uh, I guess, this leather carpet. And there's no problem. Oh, that's only uh, when you're trying to shine the shoe. But if you're trying to, to, to make the leather better, that's asur. Now the Gemara says Le'abdo Pshita. Of course, it's Asur. Vetu Le'tzachtecho Mi'ika Madashayin. Who says you're allowed to shine your shoe on Shabbat? We should be gozer that you're going to come to be Me'abed. You're going to you're going to try to make the leather better. Ela Itmar Hachitmar. This is the way it was supposed to be said. Amar Hazda Lo Shanu that you're allowed to put oil on your foot. Ela Shi'ur Le'tzachtecho. The amount you're allowed to put oil the amount that uh, shines the shoe. Aval Shi'ur Le'abdo. But if you're going to put so much oil that it's going to soften the leather, Asur. Even if you're not mitkaven, it's still a sword. Tanur Rabbanan, lo katan el gadol. Someone small can uh, cannot walk out with a reshut rabim with a big shoe. We're worried it might fall off, and you're gonna go get it. Aval but you could walk around with a big suit because we're not worried a person's gonna take off his clothing and stand in the in the middle of the street naked. A lady cannot walk out with a ripped shoe on top.
because when her friends make fun of her, she's going to take it off and walk around with it, carry it for and she can't do halitza with a shoe that is ripped on top. It's a halitza that works. We don't walk out of the Shutabim with a new shoe. Which shoe are we talking about? Because we're worried that if it doesn't fit her perfectly, she's going to take it off and walk around in the Shutabim. But with a man who's not makpid as much, he's allowed. That's only if she didn't walk out with it an hour before Shabbat. Because she knows it's her size or not her size. We have one bite that says, You're allowed to take off a shoe from the frame that helps the shoemaker make the shoe. You have another bite that says, You're not allowed to take it off. So, my answer is, Lakashia. One is like uh, one is like Rabbanan, the Tanan. We have a Mishnah Masechet Kelim, the shoe that's on the frame, he holds it's not even a shoe yet, it's not Mechabel Tum'ah, it's not a Keli, because the work didn't finish on it. They hold it is a shoe, it is a Keli, and therefore it, uh, it, uh, not, it is Metameh. So what now? According to Rebili Ezer, who holds that it's not a keli, you shouldn't be able to carry it on Shabbat because it's muktzeh. And according to Rabbanan, it is a keli, and therefore you're allowed to carry it. You're allowed to take it, right? Shapir, I understand why Hachamim said you're allowed to take it off the frame because it is a shoe, it is a keli, and the frame, even though it's a klishim achtoli isur, which is because it's meant to fix shoes. I'm still allowed to carry it to the Tzorach When he held that in regards to Klish and Akhtol Yisur, what are you going to say in this type of situation? The shoe you would be allowed to carry, but why are you allowed to touch the, the, the frame? That's a Klish and Akhtol Yisur. It's not uh, exactly on it tight, it's a little bit loose. And when I take off the shoe, the, the, the frame is not moving. The tanya omer im rafui mutar. If it was loose, mutar take the shoe off the, the frame. Tama de rafui. That's all because it was loose. Halo rafui lo. If it wasn't loose, it's asur. So now the Gemara continues. It makes sense according to Abaye who said, You're allowed to move it for itself. You want to use it for another, uh, you know, for something that's mutar. But if I just need this area, Asur, Shapir, I understand why when it's loose, I'm allowed to take it. Mutar. My iria, uh, he said everything is mutar to carry. My iria rafui. Then why does he have to say loose? I feel lorafui nami. Even if it's not loose, uh, it should also be mutar. So the Gemara answers not hahir derbi uda. That was derbi uda mishum derbi liazir. When he was talking according to derbi liazir, which uh, said that the shoe is not considered a keli, the uh, gabetum and therefore on Shabbat it's uh, not a keli either. According to him, according to Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yehuda said that if it's loose, then it's not considered as if it's on the the frame, and it, therefore you could uh, you could touch it. The Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishum Rabbi Eliezer Im Hayara Fui Mutar. You'll have to take off the shoe from the frame. 
Hadran Allah Tolin. Now let's start the twenty first parak of Masikat Shabbat. Notel Adam Benova Evan Beado. A person can carry his son in the Hatzer while his son is holding a rock. Uh, again, I can hold a basket uh, with a rock inside of it. And the Gemara will explain exactly what's going on. And we're allowed to carry teruma that is tameh. Of course, it has to be a level of tumah that doesn't make uh, other food uh, tameh also. With the tahor uh, mixed together, or with hulin. And we're going on the pretense that teruma tameh is muktzeh. If someone has a mixture of of a pound, let's say a measurement of weight of teruma with a hundred of hulin, which is good for any other Israel, and teruma is only good for koyin, you're allowed now. Even though the mixture is good, that you have to take out one hand and give it koyin. And the Israel can eat the rest. So Rabbi Yudah said you could take out that one se'ah on Shabbat in order to eat the rest. And we're not going to call that like fixing metakein. Now the Gemara says, Amar tinok hayav mishum kis. A person carry out a living uh, child, and the child has a bag tied to his neck, like a necklace. You're hayaf for carrying the keys, but not the bag, not carrying the child because the child carries himself. If someone carried a dead child and there's something around his neck, you're patur completely. And the Gemara will explain why. Now, the Gemara has a question on what Ravad just said. You should also be hayaf for carrying out the tinok. So the Gemara explains, The child is carrying himself, and therefore your patur on the child, but the, the bag you have. Now, so why you have on the keys? The keys, the bag, should be batel nullified when in regards to the tinok. Didn't we learn that if a person takes out someone living on and that living person is on a bed? Your patur from even carrying the bed because the bed is tafel to the human. So I'm going to explain. The bed is batel to the, to the living person because the living person needs that bed. However, that bag has nothing to do with the child, therefore it's not batel. And meaning, in order to carry out that child, you don't need to carry out that bag, therefore you're hayav. Now the Gemara asks on the other part of Rava. Tinok met vekis talui lo betzavaro patur. Vele hayav mishum tinok. You should be hayav for carrying out the, the dead child. The Gemara answers, Rava kerebi shimon sivir aleh. Da'ama kol melacha she'en sech liwufa patur aleha. Rava holds like Rabbi Shimon. When I take out the dead uh, child or the dead person, he doesn't call that carrying the uh, carrying for a reason because you're carrying it for the dead person. You're not carrying it for yourself. And now she says, so why are you patur also for the bag? And the reason you patur for the bag is because at the time of his child's death, the uh, person is more worried about the child burying him or crying over him that he doesn't even pay attention to the bag that's around his neck. And the Ritva explained the same way you're mevatel uh, all his uh, clothing, uh, any, whatever else he's wearing at the time, you don't care about that same idea with the, with the bag around his neck. 
And Tosafot explains that uh, when a living child walks around with a bag around his neck, he needs it for his playing, he, that's his toy. But when a dead child has it around his neck, he doesn't need that uh, that uh, bag. And that bag becomes a natsari chale gufa, because he didn't take it out the way a normal child, uh, no, a normal person takes out a bag. Tanan. Notel adam beno ve'even beyado. A person can take his son out to the hatzer. He can pick his son up in the hatzer with the with a rock in his hand, with the in the child's hand. And the problem is, how could the Mishnah allow that? And Rava says a person who uh, takes out a tinok high with the with the with something with the bag in his uh, in his uh, neck around his neck, hayav. So my answer is, no, our Mishnah is talking about a child who is missing his father so much and he can't leave him alone and he's going to, to cry. So they let you walk around the, the Hatser with the, with the child in your hands even though he's holding a rock in it because it's Muktzeh, Muktzeh is only the Rabbanan. And for this child going to sakana of uh, of crying so much, becoming of a becoming sick, we allow you to carry the child in the hatzer, like do a, like a drabanan with a, in a drabanan sort of thing, in the hatzer, not actually carrying sort of thing. And then, yeah, but if you're taking out the Rishut Rabim, which is the, the case uh, that Rabbi said, that's a different story, and that's over there's the Yisru right and, and it's a problem. So now the Gemara says, if that's the case, that the only reason we don't we don't uh, we allow you to carry him in the Hatzer because he's going to miss you. My iriya even afilu dinanami. Why dafka rock? Even if the child is holding a coin, if he's holding a hundred dollar bill, let him also carry him. Alama amarabasa. Why did Rabbah say? Lo shanu. The only time we allow you to ca- uh, let you carry the son with ella even aval dinar asur, but to hold the money is asur. The Gemara explains, even in a flala, if a rock falls out of the kid's hand, he's not going to come pick it up. However, a dinar in a field, if the kid drops the $100 bill, his father's going to all of a sudden pick it up. And now she explains that the Hidush is over here is that it has nothing to do with Muktzeh or Tiltul, or it has more to do with Xera, what you might come to do. With a rock uh, in your child's hand, you're not going to pick it up. With money in your hand, you're, you're going to come pick it up. We will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.